Coffee by Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who is a uh, district attorney during the day and a villain at night, Daniel Nah. Justice is two-faced. Let me flip my coin to see if you live or die. So, we're talking about Two-Face, everyone! <laughs> nope, we're talking about Thunderbolt. Do you have any idea who Thunderbolt is? Alright, well, um, he wears a suit, but it's like kind of half black and half white, and he's got kind of a real messed up burned side of his face and like a white streak in his hair. Uh, he's got kind of a, like a 20s gangster vibe, and he's always carrying around this coin he flips. Is that a double-headed, uh, is that a coin with two heads, but one of them is, uh, disfigured? Exactly. Oh. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, Thunderbolt's an interesting character. Well, uh, no, we are talking about this guy. Oh, that's so much more boring than what I was describing. Well, I was gonna say that this is a very delightful costume from the 70s. But... I mean, it's very, like, placeholder stock image of a superhero. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know, it has, it has, like, a little bit of flair to it. It's, it's, it's like, it's fine, it's average, like, it's like a stock character, like, if you needed a fake superhero for your movie, they would call this guy. Well, I bet you're gonna feel bad about you saying that, because we're talking about Thunderbolt, who, I, I'm, guess what his power says? Is it lightning? No. Can he run real fast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so his name is William two. Carver. Um, he, um, he is an assistant, uh, district attorney. Uh, was uh, born in Harlem, New York. Died in Queens, New York. He's single. He had a, he had a brother who's dead named Lonnie. Um, and he first appeared. In a very nice episode of, I mean, issue of Daredevil, issue number 69, <laughs> um, in, in October, uh, 1970, uh, and it's called A Life on the Line, and trust me, there is Cover Peace Theater. Cover Peace Theater. This is, yeah, this is a cover. Um, first off. Okay. Yeah, well. there's, there's four voices. No, three voices. So, uh, there's a, there's a doctor, Daredevil, and then Black Panther. So, who do you want to have? Uh, I'll take the doctor. Um, can you take Daredevil too? Sure. Okay, so. So, to set the scene, we have a cover that is set in what I'm assuming is either a hospital or clinic. We have a, uh, we have a person laying down who happens to be African American. Um, and there's a, there's this like white doctor and Black Panther who is, uh, looks like he's wringing his hands almost. No, it looks like he's about to put his hand on the shoulder of Daredevil, who is walking away very angrily, flexing his muscles so you know that he's angry. Um, and 
the doctor says, This lad is sinking fast. He's lost the will to live. And it's our fault, Dee Dee. As long as a murderous thunderbolts are on our are on the loose, no one is safe in the city. Then they won't be on the loose much longer. This, I swear. Swear to me. Swear to me. Okay, so, uh, fun fact. Where's the thunderbolts? Fun fact, um, about 20 years later, well, 17 years later, actually. No, wait, 27 years. I forgot how to do math. 17 year, 27 years later, there would be a team called the Thunderbolts, uh, uh, which I, which is also a run I'm currently reading. Um, but it's, it's not those. Okay. So just know that it's not those. It's not a, a riff on the Suicide Squad. Or is Suicide Squad a riff on, when did Suicide Squad came out? It's basically Suicide Squad. Bad no, people like trying to do good things. 15, 2016, around then. Okay, Christ. You know what I'm talking about. One time uh, at work, I was talking to some coworkers, it was around Halloween, and uh, this guy was, uh, he and his girlfriend both worked there, and he was talking about, like, yeah, we're gonna try to do a couple's outfit. I want to go as the Joker, though, so we're like, we, we're trying to make a couple's outfit, we don't really know what to do, like maybe Catwoman or something. And I was like, oh, bud, I am about to blow your mind. (laughs) (laughs) You will be delighted with the news I'm about to deliver to you. Uh, So, okay, so Suicide Squad's first issue was in 87, which means the Thunderbolt written by Kurt Puzak, uh, who is a wonderful writer. Um thing came out in the late 90s. <coughs> yeah, it came out almost 10 years later, so... It's not the same, but it's basically general same concept. His final appearance was in Power Man and Iron Fist, issue number 62. Shortly after returning home from Harlem, having served in the military overseas, William Carver was approached by several members of a local violent street gang called the Thunderbolts. The... Gang was eager to have a Carver join their group, as they believed his military training would be useful in their illegal activities. Carver, Carver, however, had no desire to join and refused. The following day, Carver went to work as assistant. Deconstruct something. So he went uh, to work as an assistant district attorney under the then district attorney Franklin Nelson. Someone would call him Foggy. Um. Hmm. When Nelson uh, learned of the Thunderbolts offer, he insisted he instructed Carver to infiltrate the group and gather as much information as possible against the gang members. Is that entrapment? Uh, no. Entrapment is when you ask someone to do something. Like, if I were a cop and I went up to you and said, uh, would you like to buy my weed? I think that's entrapment. But also, there are Oh, a district attorney, not defense attorney. Never mind. That's fine. This feels... I don't know. That feels not great. I mean, that's totally legal. It's legal, but it feels like... I don't know. Whatever. Um, But yeah, but basically... Ethically, yeah, it's not good to send a civilian in to do that, but... (laughs) Yeah, Carver, he wanted to, you know, get as much information against gang members. And the increasingly violent methods of the Thunderbolts... uh, had become a cause of concern in the recent months, and 
and Nelson was determined to end their illegal activities. In the end, uh, Carver gathered enough evidence to send several thunder, uh, Thunderbolt leaders to uh, prison. Uh, several months later, Carver's younger brother, Lonnie, was gunned down before Carver's eyes. On the day uh, that of Lonnie's funeral, Carver spotted the murderer and chased him through the cemetery. As the two of the men fought for control of the gunman's pistol, he was... <sighs> they were struck by a bolt of lightning. Cool. The, sni- the sniper was killed instantly, but Carver survived... It was seriously injured. He was rushed uh, to a nearby hospital where he decided where it was decided that Carver's only chance lied with a experimental cobalt ray uh, treatment designed by Stark International. After Carver underwent the treatment, the doctor discovered that uh, there had been a slight radiation leak in the cobalt ray device, and they feared that it would have an adverse uh, effect on Carver's uh, Recovery. Despite this, he apparently suffered no ill effect, and completely recovered in a matter of hours. It was only afterwards that Carver discovered the treatment and the accidental exposure to excess radiation as sector effect. The and cobalt- that's when he became the Flash. <laughs> well, though he didn't, he didn't breathe in hard uh, water vapors. Okay, but they both got struck by lightning, and now they both go zoom. Well, but there's no hard water vapors involved. Oh, there's a cobalt ray. Yeah, yeah, but the, but that's not but that's not hard water vapor. They're both made out of molecules. <laughs> okay. You you wanna you wanna know a fun fact? Okay. So when when uh Kid Flash uh got his powers. Right. Um he w- he actually figured out that uh he actually figured out that uh Barry Allen was the Flash. And he was asking, "Hey Flash, how'd you get your powers?" And the Flash uh was just like, "Oh, you know, I was in a laboratory like this. I was working with hard hard water vapors and the lightning struck." And uh, uh guess what happened at that moment? The lightning strike. Yeah, and there's hard water vapors and he became Kid Flash. Classic. Yeah, it's was that good. a regular lightning strike or one of those I've traveled back in time to be my own lightning kind of lightning strikes? <laughs> that was an eighties thing. Not a not a seventies thing. Or sixties. Okay. The whole the whole uh uh Barry Allenness of it became came later. Okay, I mean DC retcons their universe every 15 years, so I don't really know that oh, it matters. Okay. okay, okay, every 15, more like every maybe five. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've, I've lived through, yeah, you're right. No, no, I, no, not only, not only was, did I, was I born around the time of the first crisis, I also was around during the infinite crisis and final crisis and, and, New 52 and rebirth which was supposed to be a soft reboot but it was it's technically just a reboot you brought back like three supermans like it's you know. uh yeah. there was a solid 10 to 12 years where i didn't understand dc continuity because i didn't realize that infinite crisis and uh crisis on infinite earths were two different reboots so like i'd go wikipedia diving and then like 
in any history section, I would just get completely lost because they'd start talking about crisis and I didn't know. And like, I couldn't ever figure out what it meant because I kept on clicking on different links that would give me different information and backstories about the event. And then I'd give up because I was confused. And it's because there's two different events. At least, at least Marvel tries to draw a straight line sometimes. Until it's Kang the Conqueror. Well, Kang the Conqueror technically does have a straight line. It just also has a lot of branching paths. Okay. It eventually, like on a cosmic scale, it looks like a straight line. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he, yeah, he realized that his uh, muscle uh, coordination and uh, reflexes now function on a superhuman level. Thus, uh, Carver was able to achieve. Uh, incredible speeds, and his reaction time was far above those of a normal human. Seeking to learn the identity of the man who ordered his brother's murder, and developing a growing hatred of all uh, criminals, Carver began uh, using his career as a costume crime uh, fighter. Sorry, sorry, he began his career. Um, He called himself Thunderbolt after his first uh, underworld foes. Um, af- shortly after, Carver That's discovered- That's kind of a wild thing to do. <laughs> I mean, Batman ter- called himself Batman because he was afraid of bats. Okay, but that's not the same thing as, like, hating an enemy of yours. He didn't call himself Mugger Man. <laughs> he didn't call himself Gun Man. <laughs> that would have been a dope hero. Oh, wait, that's just the Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher should have been named Gun Man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Well, gun, a gunman, a gunman is act is an actual proper noun. I said it earlier in this entry, so people would be like, "There's gun, gunman is on loose." What? How many? No, gunman. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but also like, storms a noun. Storm, uh, storm is coming. Really, I don't see any clouds in the sky. No, like uh, storm. Yeah, coming. that's why. That's why I like to call her uh, a Roro. Said. Okay. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm just, I'm just a ner- I, like. If, if you notice, I tend to call all the supervillains and he- heroes by their uh, actual names, and I realize that's a really dumb nerd thing for me to do. Yeah. It's so bad. I am so bad at it. I did it earlier, and I caught myself. I'm just like, fucking nerd. Get the. I should give myself a wedgie. You should. God. Okay. So, but yeah, he called himself Thunderbolt. Uh, he then he discovered that the Cobalt Ray had done more than give him superhuman uh, speed. He had also ex- accelerated his aging crate. <laughs> <laughs> well, oops. Uh, his body. Was- Hate to see it, folks. His body's metabolism has been speeding up at such a degree that he was actually aging at a rate of several years per week. That's right, a year a, a year a day. Um, uh, William Carver only had a few months to live before he died of uh, old age. His quest for uh, Lonnie's murderer now became more desperate than ever. It was with the age uh, aid of Carver's old ally, Power Man, and his partner, Iron Fist. Um, uh, that the my- the mystery of Lonnie Carver's um uh, murder was solved. 
Then, uh, then they discovered that it had been the attorney Big Ben Donovan who ordered Lonnie's death. Donovan's younger brother, Paul, had been one of the leaders of the Thunderbolts that William had sent to prison. Paul Donovan was killed in prison, and his brother Ben uh, uh, blamed the assistant district attorney for, uh, for that death. In revenge, he sought to rob Carver of his own brother. Having confessed to his crime, Donovan pulled a gun on Thunderbolt, and the two men struggled. The gun went off, accidentally killing Donovan. His mission was completed. Thunderbolt succumbed to his uh, body's accelerated age, aging. He died uh, uh, content that his brother's murder had been avenged. Kind of a crappy attorney, huh? Couldn't get his brother off. Yeah. Also, I'd like to also I'd like to uh, point out that this is also a uh, a person of color who yep. died yep. very quickly after being <laughs> put in a comic. It's almost as if he was a was a character to show, like the yep. horrors of street violence. But they <laughs> yeah. decided to. Um, I don't know, just kill a black man because of it. Yeah, black dude, gangs, it all checks out. Gun yep. violence, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, he's 5'10", weighs 155. He's brown eyes and uh, black hair, later white. Um, he does possess superhuman strength, but primarily in his lower part of his body's body, um, because he can run at superhuman speed. Um, yep. his upper half, he, he, you know, he doesn't stick leg day, but he does skip arm day because he just has normal powers uh, on, on the top. But he, uh, but with his legs, he could lift around uh, one ton. He's got turbo legs. <laughs> so does most speedsters, dude. Yeah, most speedsters are like well-rounded though. Well, I mean, he's well-rounded, too. Like, he's he's buff in the traditional well, well, Marvel I, I, way. Most speedsters, I mean, the speed, like, covers their whole whole thing. They yeah. don't just got super legs <laughs> that apparently can also lift some tons. So, um, so when we were talking about super speeds... Yeah. It's not an impressive amount of super speeds. Oh, bud. <laughs> It's 85 miles per hour. Yeah, that's not really going to help you against people with guns, huh? I can um get in a car and beat him in a race. Well, I I guess it matter I guess it depends on how fast he can accelerate to 85. Oh, well, um he can accelerate as a joke I was going to say. A joke. I was going to say a joke. Like so he can so, you know, his body is, like, built to be, like, a speedster. You know, he, um... He has to eat a lot so he can run because he burns a lot of... He burns a lot of energy just existing. Yep. yep. Um, uh, so... His joints are smoother and more lubricated and more and, uh, more efficiently than a normal person's. His bone has a... His bones contain a unknown mineral signif- significantly more durable... Than calcium to withstand the dynamic shocks of his feet touching the ground at uh, super speeds. Someone really did not want to get no prized. <laughs> wow, they really didn't. Okay, so uh, Thunderbolt's uh, practical reaction time was four times that faster than a human beings, and his brain was like, you know, 
about as fast as he can go, so he can actually, you know, see right. things. Yeah. So it's about as fast as someone in, I don't know, driving on a highway. So he has like, a, he had eyes that, uh, the crimos, the, sorry, the, tri, tri, I can't say, the, the stuff on his eyes that covers his eyes, you know, the stuff that covers yeah. our eyes and, and wetness. Yeah. His was more viscous. So it doesn't dry out when he's running. Yeah. Yeah. And replenishment of surface liquids on his eyeballs under the influence of high wind uh, was just so, just, his eyes were so moist. Someone was really <laughs> annoyed about the flash, huh? Someone was just like, hey, you know what really sucks? Speedsters that don't have every little thing explained. Someone knew some real obnoxious friends. Man, someone was just like, well, actually, if you don't have super strong bones, it would hurt if you ran at super speed. And they're just like, well, fuck you. Someone's favorite hero was the Flash, and his friends made fun of him a lot about it. <laughs> You're talking about Alex Ross. Who hurt you, bud? Did you know that whenever Alex Ross does uh, DC stuff, he does not depict anything, uh, a uh, anything after Iris Rest's uh, uh, death? Because he felt like that was uh, that's what destroyed uh, comics for him, uh, uh, like the DC universe for him. Huh. Yeah, he loved the Flash a lot, so and he thought, right. and he thought, and he thought killing, and he thought killing off Iris Rest was a um, was a betrayal. To the whole idea, because he felt like it was just something for shock value. Mm -hmm. And it was meaningless. So that's why when you read Kingdom Come, like, it's set very specifically, like, right, like, like, not nowhere close to the, uh, more modern, uh, appearances and, um, what other word am I trying to say? Appearances and, uh, behaviors of the modern, uh, Justice League and other heroes. He also doesn't include any new characters past that. Actros okay. is a big nerd. Okay, that's it. There's nothing left. He's dead. He stayed Great. dead. Oh, by the way, I know I know we were bummed out, but Thunderbird definitely came back multiple times. <laughs> I'm so glad. We were real bummed about it, so I just didn't talk about it, but he did. I'm sorry. Just he put in a really speed up. <laughs> Are they still dead right here? We had two token characters die because to, to further a plot plot device that didn't need to happen. Yep. I'm, I feel like I need to watch a show that actually treats uh, people of color correct. Right now. I'm probably going to go watch America's Got Talent, which does not. Okay. I'm just... Hmm. Okay, well, um, if, if we learned anything during this se session, um, it's that Earth... Uh, Seven seventeen, uh, seven fifteen. It's the Earth of the Femazons. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that at that five percent of the uh, of the well, they say female, but uh, childbearing people became uh, rulers because they were able to pop out babies. Does it make you Randy? My mo, my mojo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that I'm done. Bye forever. Yeah, baby! <laughs> <laughs>